0: Hello, and welcome to the Wondermongers, where we talk about the strange and freakish things in our slice of the world. I'm Christina.
1: And I'm Quincy. Let's Wondermonger.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Watering Hole. This is the second part of the two-part series of the Isdal Woman. Here we go. All right, so it had been thought that it was thrown away, right? Yeah. I take it it wasn't. It really wasn't. (laughs) Um, This forensic doctor, uh, Professor Morlid, or Morild, I think it's Morild, uh, He ended up finding it deep in a cellar at Hockland University Hospital. There's, like, forensic archives down in the basement. And basically, he had told people, he had told the police, like, or whoever was inquiring with that 2016 open the case, Mm -hmm. that it was lost and couldn't be found. It probably was thrown away. But then he went back looked everywhere he possibly could found it there i mean where else
1: would you keep your severed jaws if not in the archives of (laughs) some university university hospital hospital.
0: (laughs) you know fair um so once it had been found um oh also there were other things that that were found down there um there was like were they hers yeah oh it was like tissue samples as well. Mm. So that helps now. At the time, it didn't really help because they didn't have the technology for it. Right. But it was common in Norway to take tissue samples from Even though they couldn't use it? Yep. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Pop off,
1: Norway, I guess. <laughs> Good for you.
0: Um, so once they actually found the, the jaw, mm-hmm. they tested her teeth uh, like an isotope test to figure out the water she drank and food she ate growing up. And that actually helped pinpoint where she lived growing up.
1: Hate that. Like I'm glad that they figured that out. Uh-huh. But I hate that you can do that.
0: Yeah, it's kinda wild, right? Like,
1: don't look at those are my teeth minerals. You don't know to know I <laughs> drank well water, like <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. There's
0: more to do with that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to know. <laughs> um Okay, so as of now, with that information. It's thought that, um, she was actually growing up at the border of France and Germany. So that's the ish area where they think, like, the southern area of those two, like, border where their border's Mm -hmm. at. That's where they think that she was born and raised in. But nothing's 100% until we get DNA matches. Mm -hmm. Um... Like I said, they had tissue samples as well, and they ran through any and all database systems they could to try and get a DNA match, Mm -hmm. trying to find family, trying to find anyone that's connected to this woman. Nothing. Nothing. Zero results. So I don't know... So if did she just like
1: poof into existence? Is that what they're figuring? It's like, more
0: like you have to work within a system of people that are voluntarily looking for their family, oh. voluntarily looking for, you know, <laughs> DNA information. They're they're checking out ancestry. They're right. going on twenty three and me. They're in the system because they, they want to know. Right, exactly. But if you don't have. Anyone in there that's connected to this woman, you're going to get zero results. Right. So, she could have not had much family or any family at all that was surviving. Right. Or maybe just no one in her family cared to Mm. know about their family. It's Anything's possible. Or they might not even know she existed. True. It's very true. So, that's kind of where they're at with DNA. Okay. Um... We do have eyewitnesses. Okay. Um, when she was strolling around Norway, a lot of people described her as well dressed, exotic due to her dark complexion. She was also described as attractive, someone who took up space, wore a lot of makeup, and had a strange scent. And that mm. was speculated to be garlic, of all things. Kind of strange, but okay. We love garlic.
1: There's a lot of things that you can say about me after I die. That's not one of the things that I want <laughs> noted
0: about my person. Fair. Um, all of the witness testimony agreed on two characteristics for sure. Okay. The woman spoke poor English, and she had a noticeable gap between her upper front teeth. I don't know why those specific things were all agreed upon, but they were. Um and apparently she had not just, you know, physical quirks, but she had like behavioral quirks too. Ooh, hit me. In one hotel she always put a chair in the hallway when she left her room and then carried it back inside when she returned. Yeah, weird, huh? What what is that? <sighs> I don't I don't know. I can't know. even think of a like a uh, why she would do that. You know? I have an sort of idea. That maybe she was paranoid and thought, if I put this chair out here and it moves by the time I get back.
1: Like, was it pressed up against her door or was it just in the hallway? That's
0: my thing. I don't know.
1: Because, like, if it's just just in the hallway, then. Like, what's the point? But if it's, like, pressed up against your door, I get it.
0: Right. And I don't know that information because it wasn't clear, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, I wish it was. But that is all they described it as. So there was that. Um, And then she also asked to switch rooms a lot. like Consistently, that was just a thing that hotel said. One occasion, she actually switched three times in one day. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure what was wrong the first two times, but...
1: Yeah, it's like, my grandmother made us switch rooms a couple times one time, but it's one time the room wasn't cleaned, and the other time it's because we didn't have a mini fridge. I don't think this lady had the same problems. Probably not.
0: So, she's kind of quirky. Yeah. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I'll give her that.
0: Yeah. So, she's she's a little strange, but there may be reasons. There may not be reasons. We're not sure. We don't know a damn thing about her.
1: No, there's definitely reasons.
0: (laughs) We just might not, we probably just don't know them, Right. Um, People also said that they remember seeing her meet with an unknown man on several occasions in Bergen, days before her death. It's unclear, really, if they were talking about multiple men or if they were talking about just one specific man this entire time. But she had met up with maybe one, maybe just different men. Hmm few occasions. Okay. So, there's another player Wait, what involved. Year? what year was this? This is 1970. Okay. Um, she ended up also leaving the country several, t- several times, so she wasn't in Norway, like, just once. She didn't enter the country, and then she died. She came, she saw, she left, she came back, she went all over the place. Um, she went to Paris, Switzerland, London... Those were all noted in her notepad. Okay. That code that I was talking about, mm-hmm. super simple. It, if she put down the number 20, the letter M, the number 23, the letter M, and the letter O, that meant the 20th of March to the 23rd of March, Oslo. Oslo's in Norway, if you didn't know. Great. So
1: it was just marking how long she was in a place.
0: Yes. And if she traveled from one place to another, she also notated that as well. Okay. So it was just like a log of where she was, where she traveled, and they were also able to confirm that those were the places, so it wasn't like, oh, could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. They confirmed the hotels that she stayed at and everything, and they were able to piece it together eventually. Okay. Took a little bit, but of course yeah, they got there. Yeah, how do
1: you there. piece it together if she doesn't look the same?
0: Well, the, the assumption also comes from, like, the currency that she had in her possession. Okay. When they looked in the suitcases, they also found foreign money. So you had some from Germany, okay. Norway, Belgium, uh, British, uh, and Swiss coins were also involved. Okay. So it was kind of easy to see how she could end up in those places and connect it. Yeah, Okay. Now, I did mention that they opened up the case again. Yes. 46 years later. Yep. Uh, The Norwegian police and NRK journalists, they reopened the case back in 2016. As far as I know, it is still open. Okay. A lot of people speculate, like you, that she was a spy. It was the Cold War time period, so spy accusations... They were kind of being thrown around a lot, so it kind of makes sense. Um, Also, her behavior. (laughs) Um, Apparently, the Norwegian intelligence services were investigating her, too, but they didn't admit it until decades later, Uh and uh, security services were interested in reports that the woman had been observed, or observing, military testing out new rockets in western Norway, but... There's nothing clearly indicated one way or the other. So it's not confirmed. Okay. It's just a speculation. So she could have been doing something involving the military and some new weapons. Okay. It could be, you know, all on the F and Up and it could not be.
1: Yeah, she could just have been
0: hired by somebody.
1: Yeah. Or paranoid. Yeah? It's the Cold War, you know? Right. Cruising around trying to feel safe somewhere
0: and not. Right. It's entirely possible. Okay. Um, it's just so weird. <laughs> the whole thing's weird, dude. I
1: just Okay, keep going.
0: Okay. Uh, the isotope analysis that I was saying, like the they could they could do yeah, the teeth, the the water she drank mm-hmm. and all that. Um They were able to figure out that she was born between 1926 and 1934. So that kind of gave her, or gave them a rather little bit of a window to figure out, like... Oh my
1: god, pre-World War II. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. This woman, and
1: she was in southern, eastern Germany? Southern Germany?
0: Uh, southern. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Um... They also figured out that her dental work was either done in South America, East Asia, or Central or Southern Europe. They can't really pinpoint it further than that, unfortunately, because that is what was possible in those areas at that time.
1: That's so broad. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, but.
1: I'm still going with Europe because at least it's in somewhat of the same.
0: Yeah, yeah like she she had enough money to travel around certain places but i don't think she had enough money to travel all the way to asia or central america right i th- i think she kind of south america what yeah south america. yeah so it was probably southern europe where she lived
1: i'm surprised but it's
0: not confirmed
1: i'm surprised like considering how weird her dental work was Mm-hmm. The dentist who did it didn't come forward and be like, yeah, that was my... Like, if it was just, like, a run-of-the-mill dentist,
0: was like, yeah, that was my work, isn't it? So... Well, that's half the, the argument there, that she could be a spy. It could be... Yeah, you know. You know, like, he was hired to do the work.
1: Yep. He because works he was for the
0: whoever. Yeah, some sort of secret agency or a government of some sort that didn't want their people to be known about. Yeah, okay. So... It's possible. It
1: was Willy Wonka's dad.
0: <laughs> Jeremy Allen <England> whatever. <laughs>
1: well, in the in the second Willy Wonka, his dad's a dentist.
0: Mm. Oh, you've not seen it. Okay, that was lore that what, you didn't know. W- what second Willy Wonka? Is that the one where With y- Johnny your main man is in? Yeah, Johnny. Mm, yeah, that one freaked me out. Like <laughs> The idea of it just freaked me out. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. That's not for me. Okay, well... That's uh, it. That was a, that was a bad kind of crass joke on my part. No, you're, you're fine. Um, so there's another podcast that goes into a lot of detail. The whole podcast is strictly about this topic.
1: The entire podcast. The
0: entire podcast. Holy moly! It started in 2018, and I think the last episode I saw was published 2021. Okay. And it was all about how the fact that they're They're reopening the case and they're trying to feel out everything and trying to figure out if there are people out in this world that know any more information Mm -hmm. and to come forward and everything like that and I think they have 12 episodes it's a BBC kind of thing okay um and I haven't seen anything since 2021 but I don't think they have any new information to tell us at this point yeah so things seem like they kind of stopped after a certain point, but I think COVID had a lot to do with that. Right. So I don't know how much further they've gotten officially, but you know, if if you if you want to go looking for more information that I don't get into, you can go look at that podcast. What's it called? It's uh it's called Death in Ice Valley. Great. Um So, go check that out if you want. There's also, like, oodles of Facebook groups, I guarantee it. But the the podcast Facebook group, I was, I looked at that for a second, and oh my god. People got... The conspiracy theorists are plentiful in there. Like, if you love you some true crime and you love you a conspiracy, Jesus, go go scrolling, my Mm -hmm. dude. Great. Oh, so, there's that. The topic has been talked to death, um... You just gotta know where to look. Like, right. I didn't know this was a thing until... Recently. Yeah, like, two weeks ago. Okay. Um, as you talked about before, BuzzFeed Unsolved did an episode, so mm-hmm. I figured you probably knew. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's just, there's so much out there if you want to do your own research. Like, I'm not gonna get into everything. I'm gonna get into whatever I could find, um, just as a casual person that digs into stuff. But that's it. Um, so do your own research. Do your own stuff. I only have a little more information, and that's about it. It's mostly about, like, the theories.
1: Okay. Hit me, hit me with a the theory.
0: Um, so some people speculate and suspect that this woman uh, suffered from mental instability and that she had a psychotic break while traveling. Now, that's entirely possible, and she's, uh, it's possible that she had multiple undiagnosed mental conditions, and it could explain why she acted that way. Um, it could have been a severe case of, like, paranoia or something, maybe dissociative identity disorder, which,
1: yeah, you know,
0: multiple personalities getting involved could be. Why she had all of the
1: things that she
0: had. Right. Um, and maybe her paranoia got the better of her. And she thought someone was after her or something. And that's why she traveled so much. Anything is possible. If it's probable, I don't know. That's not, I'm not an expert. I can't say one way or the other. Um, There's all sorts of other theories. Um, Some think she was a spy. That's kind of the main one that people throw around. She was gathering intel for all sorts of different places. Uh, Some people think it was the Norwegian Penguin Missile, which had top secret trials at the time in Norway. Another theory is that she was hired by a bigwig banker who was a Hitler supporter. Mm. And the thought there is that he hired her to find out more information on heavy water, which was used to make nuclear bombs back in Hitler's time. Mm -hmm. And Norway was a huge supplier of heavy water um, at the time of Hitler's reign. But I'm pretty sure in the research that I did that Basically, after the Isdal woman died, yeah, like the very next year, or the two years after, those plants shut down. Oh. So they were nearing the end of their processing anyway. So I'm not sure that that was the reason. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um. So that whole thing may be true. Maybe not. But the idea was she goes and she figures out the heavy water supply to give to the man to work with Palestine to make bombs and wreck Israel. Because he was a Hitler supporter, so he hated Jewish people, essentially.
1: Hmm, so, okay.
0: So there's the theory. Another one was that she was Jewish. And she worked with Mossad in Norway because Cold, Cold War. War. Yeah. Then there was the thought she was Russian or working with the Russians in the Cold War and... The the theories are everywhere. It's all over the place. Most of them, painter's a spy or an intelligence agent.
1: I, I think I have a theory as to why we as the general community like the spy theory.
0: Okay. Hit me.
1: I think part of it is the idea that we like a good mystery. We like a good spy thriller situation. Yeah. But I think another part of it is it kind of, like allows the general public to look at a very sad and distressing situation mm-hmm. and kind of go, well, if she was a spy, she signed up for that. She knew. True. So then it takes away some of the sadness, the sadness and the that. heaviness that comes from witnessing or not witnessing, but like hearing about and seeing photos and all that of what is likely a, just
0: a very brutal murder. Right. And and there's no way to know. Like, she could have just been really, really mentally ill. And yeah. she didn't get the help she needed because it was the 70s. Yes. And she could have just pissed off the wrong person. hmm And she got murdered. Like, it, it's entirely possible that that could be the the situation. Yeah. I really, really don't believe that she committed suicide most people don't a lot of them think it was murder for sure yeah um only other thing i got to say about this entire situation is um the 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 funeral that they organized uh they buried her in a zinc coffin hoping that the remains would not disintegrate or deteriorate rather um as quickly okay okay And that she would actually be able to go to her homeland at some point. They would be able to figure out where she came from, and she could be sent where she needed to be. But DNA advancements were not as forthcoming and helpful as they thought. So we still don't know. It's still a mystery that people talk about to this day.
1: Yikes. I... I kind of hate that.
0: And that's it. That's literally everything I could find in the, like, two weeks.
1: That, I mean, it's very, very interesting and it's very compelling. Yeah. And it leaves me with a lot of questions and not very many answers.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, like, do you have a theory as to what happened?
1: I think... Honestly, I don't know if it's a, th- like... I don't know if it's a theory so much as it is a, just a thought, I guess. Okay. Because it kind of, like, maybe she was a spy, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And she found out something that was just too much for her, or she didn't want to be a spy. She was forced into it. Okay. And so the pills were a a way to get out a way to get out but they found her and they were like well you're, you're we're going to make you suffer for not
0: right either that, into what we need you to do or yeah either that or it was more of a cleanup thing yeah because she had already taken the pills or maybe somebody forced the pills down her throat yeah it's possible that they were like she's a problem yeah get rid of her
1: mhm
0: but if it was a situation where she already took the pills herself. Yep. And she was just trying to get out. Somebody could be like, well, you still left a lot of... Life behind. Yeah, so we need to clean up as much as possible. Yeah. And... This is one of those things that almost looks like...
1: Like, there's just... It's a little too weird. Yeah. It's almost like some somebody wrote it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not... You know, it's you know how they say like, oh, you couldn't write this. It's just too far beyond. This this just seems like they threw darts at a wall <laughs> and we're just like, okay. Um, let's cut all the tags out of her clothes. Let's okay, she's going to take some pills. Okay, but also we need something else. Like
0: Right, it's like a Scooby-Doo mystery. Yeah,
1: they just it just keeps adding more weird on top of it. Which makes me feel like
0: it all, it's all done for a reason. It's not. And this could be simply a story that they made so that we wouldn't dig into her anymore. Yeah. It could have been, here's the information we know. a weirdly compelling cleanup. Right. And the actual reason why she was there and who she is and everything goes deeper than that. Yeah. There could be something else that they're like, these people can't know. Nobody can know. So let's just give them some fanciful story that they'll never figure out.
1: All
0: right. I don't know. Mm. It's a whole thing it and is. like do do your own research. I could have gotten like Wait. seven things wrong. But just seven, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so do what you need to do if you're interested in the story for sure. Um, and then just let us know if you find out any other information because it's insane. It is. And I also kind of, <laughs> I know I just said, do your own research, but also like it can get dangerous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because this really is rabbit hole territory. <laughs> like you can go down so far down. So do it with caution. That's yes. all I'm saying. Like. Be careful because you might end up spending too much time on this
1: <laughs> okay so i have a question what's you? your it, question it's a question i'm gonna leave you with. okay hit me please don't if you were in the bottom of like in a university archive <laughs> what it what is something that you would not want to find like this guy found a jaw like uh. an entire jaw and teeth and all that what is something you would just
0: really not want to find. I hate that question and love that question at Great. the same time. So, uh, I'm thinking this is a two-parter.
1: Yep. This, I'm glad you listened to us for this long. <laughs> um, we will release this guy in two, count them, two parts. <laughs> um, I will say, come the 29th, we have Mm. what could be a very very exciting or a not very exciting um i'm excited for it a a watering hole um coming for you so we'll you'll get this when you get this and we hope to see you next time hear you next time talk to you next time that one next time
0: love you bye love
1: you bye This has been part two of the two-part series of The Isdal Woman. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week.